Hey there, and welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about something that is very close to my heart, and it's the daily rituals that help me heal my relationship with myself. And I fully believe that one of the biggest barriers to achieving our goals is self-doubt and negative self-talk. Even if we have the aspirations and the work ethic, we often find ourselves caught in a cycle of negative thoughts and limiting beliefs. We start to feel frustrated and discouraged like we're not living up to our potential. I can definitely relate to this feeling, and I know many of you listening today can too, but I'm here to tell you that there is a way out of this cycle. In fact, I'm living proof that it's possible to overcome these obstacles and create a more positive and fulfilling life. In this episode, I'm going to be diving in deep with you and sharing the daily rituals that I use to heal the relationship with myself. And these practices I am currently still using, but they have helped me shift my mindset, reprogram my subconscious, and manifest my deepest desires. So if you're struggling with negative thoughts or self-doubt, and you feel like you're not living up to your potential, then this episode is specifically for you. So stick around because I'm going to share some powerful tools and techniques that you can start incorporating into your daily routine right away. Let's get started. Welcome to Embracing Your Energy, a spiritual podcast for women who are ready to break free from the limits they've set for themselves. I'm Jen Murphy, a life coach, mindfulness expert, and your host. I'm here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery and transformation. On this podcast, we'll be diving into visualizing your possibilities, reprogramming your subconscious, and manifesting your desires. We'll be discussing practical tips and techniques to help you tap into your intuition, increase your self-worth, and create the life you've always dreamed of. This podcast is for the woman who wants to create a life that aligns with her values, passions, and purpose. So whether you're feeling stuck, lost, or just ready for a change, you're in the right place. Remember, you are worthy, you are capable, and you have the power to manifest your wildest dreams. So get ready to let go of limiting beliefs, make some much needed mindset shifts, and finally manifest abundance and success. Let's start embracing your energy. Hello and welcome on back. I'm Jen, if you're new here, a female empowerment mentor, and I am so excited and grateful that you are tuning in today. Today is all about my own healing journey and kind of where I started when I hit rock bottom at burnout and all the way up to where I am now, living a life filled with abundance and gratitude and just love. And I want to really go through within this episode how I formed self-care within my daily routine and how I was able to start using visualization to shift my mindset and started practicing gratitude and positive affirmations and how all of that, the self-care, the visualization, the mindset shifts, the gratitude, the positive affirmations, how all of that ended up helping me on my own healing journey. So getting into it, let's start off with the power of self-care. 
A lot of times people hear the word self-care and they immediately think like bubble baths, face masks, like movies, comfort food, like all of that. And that may be a form of your self-care, but that's kind of more of the outer lens of self-care. There's a lot more deeper in there that we need to get into in order to actually utilize the power that this self-care can have on us. And it's important to know that self-care can actually help you shift negative thought patterns. So for me, when I started, I definitely just saw the outer lens of self-care and was like, I'm going to take two hours every day to wind down. And for that, I'm going to shower. I'm going to put a face mask on. I'm going to read a book. And I would just go from like not doing any of that to doing all of it. And it never worked. It would never stick. I'd be like, I don't have time to do all of this at night. So I just thought I could never live up to being someone who practices self-care and that's when I realized there's a lot of other ways to practice self-care it's not a two-hour nighttime or morning routine it's actually how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself and the relationship you have with yourself and for me that started with just noticing myself and taking time in the morning when I finished getting ready to look in the mirror at myself and see who I was that day see how I was presenting myself to the world and take even one minute to just look into my own eyes and realize I'm a human like I'm here and it's a miracle and I feel like that's super cliche and a lot of people say that like you should be so grateful it's a miracle you're here and yes that's true but it's kind of hard to conceptualize but when you really look at yourself I think a lot of times we don't look at ourselves at least I didn't I never wanted to look in a mirror or if I did it wasn't to look at myself it was to look at the shell of me and my outer appearance and what I could fix to meet societal norms or impress people around me I wasn't looking at myself and my soul and my inner being I was just kind of looking at the exterior And I thought by looking at that and by paying attention to what I could fix on the exterior, that meant self-care. And I didn't realize all the inner work that is involved. And that's when I started my journey. I was in the classroom teaching and I met someone online Her name was Christina. I'll link her in the show notes. It's Awaken Your Goddess. And it was kind of at the start of COVID. And she offered this membership where you could start to go in and balance out your chakras and manifest your desires. And I was brand new to all of it. And I was like, let's go. (laughs) Like, I'm ready. I don't know what to expect, but I need to do it. And I am forever grateful for that because she opened my mind up to this whole world of possibilities. And just thinking back now to where I was, I remember the first time I logged on to our Zoom call, I was terrified. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I here? I don't know anyone. And 
I was just like terrified. I didn't want to even turn my camera on and I didn't want to get called on to speak. But she led us through a opening meditation and it just like everything just like washed away for a few moments. Every fear I had, every inch of anxiety I had, I finally felt my shoulders relax down my back. I felt like I could breathe into my belly instead of just my chest. And this meditation was probably like 10, 15 minutes, but that was enough for me to realize there's so much more to self-care than just the outer pieces. And there is something about going inward and going into yourself and sinking into your own rhythm and tuning in to the alignment that your soul is seeking. And so throughout the upcoming months, I kept going back. We went through each of the chakras. We had shadow work to go with it. We had meditations. We got crystals in the mail. It literally was amazing. And it really influenced me into starting this journey beyond just the Zoom calls. She had a Facebook group we were all a part of, and it was just so uplifting. We manifested with the moon each month and I loved it and I started to just learn more about the different dimensions of spirituality. We had guest speakers come on that were part of all these different pieces and they all were experts in different aspects of spirituality. Some were with shadow work, some were with meditation, some were with like tarot like it literally was all over the place but it helped me get an idea of what I wanted and so throughout that time I started to implement more of what I was learning to days beyond just our live learning days and at the same time I was also getting my certification to become a yoga teacher And so I found myself really taking the time to go outside, practice yoga, ground on the earth, do a meditation every single day. I think at that point I did two meditations a day. So as I say that, I'm laughing because looking back at those meditations, I wouldn't necessarily say they were quote unquote perfect by any means definitely didn't like fully tune into myself within them. I have gotten so much deeper within my meditation practice, but by showing up and carving out two five to 10 minute slots a day, it built up my habit of showing up and doing that. And it seemed manageable. I started with just a five minute meditation each day and it was guided and it just helped me show up. And then that five minutes turned into 10 until I was eventually sitting for an hour doing like a sound meditation with no guidance. And I currently still love that. I love going to live sound baths and everything. And I'm like, oh, can these be even longer? (laughs) Like, but it's just crazy because if you told me to do that before I even implemented the habit of meditation, I probably would have said no. And so all of this started to show me about the inner self. And I got really intrigued when we started talking about shadow work and limiting beliefs and understanding the programming that goes on within our mind. And that is when I realized that everything I went to school for was like 
overlapping. Like I went to learn about children and how to educate children. But what I have learned on my own journey is a lot of what we need to reprogram is stuff that happened when we were children. And having the background knowledge of my college degrees, understanding trauma and the brain and neuroscience, I am able to support women see where they need to reprogram and how they can make those shifts within their mindset. And all of this, again, comes back to just the daily ritual I started of tuning into myself, whether it was sitting with my breath or guided meditation. And again, I give all the credit to Christina because she literally influenced this whole positive change within my life. And it didn't happen overnight. Let me tell you, definitely took a few years. And that was probably about four years ago. I just can't even imagine where I would be right now if I didn't do all of that. And so within that, we weren't only practicing, like I said earlier, the bubble baths and the going on walks, but it was really the inward experiences and sitting down with our shadows. And I learned not to be afraid of them. And I remember she had us one night during one of our full moon circles, we all had to show up with a mirror and we had to sit there for, I think it was like five, 10 minutes staring at ourselves in the mirror. And in that moment, I realized I had never looked within myself. I talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but I was only looking at my like outer shell and I never looked inwards into my own eyes. I've looked into many other people's eyes, but I've never actually saw the person I was. I'm not sure if this is making sense, but if you've never done this, definitely try it. It's like almost freaky, but it's beautiful. I try to do this all the time now, especially if I'm feeling like on edge or just out of alignment. I just find my reflection, whether it's in my cell phone on the front camera or if it's a mirror, if I'm somewhere with a mirror, and I just look into my eyes and I'm just like, whoa, like, why am I having this negative limiting belief about myself? Like, look at me. Like, I am a human. I am showing up. I am taking action. I am trying to co-create my life with the universe. I just need to relax and trust it is all coming into place because it is. So by doing that, it really helped me see the work I could get started on within myself. And that is when I started learning about visualization as well. And so my meditations turned into visualizing my higher self and who I wanted to become and seeing and embodying that new lifestyle I was desiring and showing up within my mind as that person. And by showing up in my mind as that person, it started to shift the way I showed up in real life. I started showing up to my job as a different person. I had a different mindset of what this job was helping me to achieve within my life. And this still kind of works. And even saying this right now, I'm like, oh, I kind of have to go back to this a little bit because I think it's so easy when you're in it, you're just doing it all. But then as you start to reach where you want to reach, 
like right now I feel like I'm almost not at a plateau, but I'm reaching everything I've desired in the last few years. I officially work for myself. Like my job is this. I live how I want. I create my days how I want. I'm by the ocean. I can go for a walk on the beach any day, anytime I want. I have the luxury of being close to family that I can spend time and watch my nieces and nephews grow up. Like, I feel like I've just, everything I've been wanting from back in that stage of time, I'm living. I work out, which I never thought was even possible for me. I love to figure out the foods I'm putting into my body and making sure they're nutritious. I drink so much water. I read books, whether they're self-help and personal growth or fictional. I am currently surrounded by plants. I have so many crystals and they help me with so much. And a lot of times I'm just like, I don't have everything I want. But just like right now, taking this second to acknowledge everything I have is incredible. And realizing that I'm kind of where I always envisioned, but it's time to envision even more for me. It's time to envision even greater success because look, I have already made it to this point. I have made it to where I thought was the highest spot I could ever get in that time period of my life. But now that I'm here, I'm like, there's so much more I can do. Like, so I'm in the stage of right now visualizing even greater things for me and greater success and abundance. And when I talk about abundance, I don't necessarily just mean money. Yes, I want abundance in the state of money as well and enough for my own means and enough to give back. But I also want abundance in time and flexibility and friendship and love. I don't just necessarily need abundance in material items. And that is what really shifted for me because I thought getting money would solve all the problems. And when I was in the classroom, I was making all the money. I know it's very rare for a teacher to say that, but I've never understood that because I made really good money as a teacher, especially as like a first year teacher, I was making so much money. And I ended up when I left the classroom taking a bit of a pay cut because I realized my mental health was more important than the money aspect. And that was a really big mindset shift for me because I always thought my limiting belief was money brings happiness. And for you right now, you might think that is not a limiting belief, (laughs) but let me tell you, once you have the money, it doesn't really mean it because the more money you make, the more money you spend. Like we just (laughs) go in this cycle. I know my mom always said that to me. Anytime I would get a raise, she'd be like, okay, just like try to still live the lifestyle you were living before. Don't live this new lifestyle. And every time I would live the next lifestyle, but looking at it now, I'm just like, she was so right because The money doesn't provide the happiness. Maybe you have the opportunity with the money for the experiences and all of the things you need to get to live this life, but the true happiness comes from the relationships within those times and who you're spending those times with. And whether you're in like Bora Bora with your best friend or at the park down the street with your best friend, 
The piece that is the abundance and the richness is that friendship that is being nurtured. So starting to overcome that limiting belief really helped me shift my mindset to see that I don't need to live in a mansion and have like multiple cars and have a chef like I don't know I never really wanted any of that but I just always thought all of that meant success and I have learned throughout my journey that doesn't mean success turning inward and having a relationship with yourself and having a relationship with the ones you choose to surround yourself with is what success is at least to me and realizing that all the reprogramming you're doing it's not just going to make money appear as much as everyone wants to manifest money and manifest abundance of money and wealth like yes that's great but that's not going to solve any of your problems that's still an outer shell experience that you are dealing with and you really need to go into the shadow work of why do you think money is going to solve all your problems why do you think living in a mansion will solve your problems? Why do you think traveling every day will solve your problems? And maybe it will, like, I don't know you, maybe that does solve some of your problems, but are the problems it's solving just external problems that really you could just kind of let go of your life? Maybe you don't need them. Maybe you're trying to live this extravagant life for social media to show off that you have all of this when in reality, you don't care if you have all of that. The only thing you care about are the people that are surrounding you, how you treat yourself, how much you love yourself. All of that is really what matters because at the end of the day, like all of us eventually die <laughs> and I'm not trying to get like down this dark hole, but None of those experiences are there at your funeral. The things that are there are the friends and family and the relationships you built. And it's so important to nurture those versus the external experiences you could have. And that's really what I think self-care is, is starting to nurture the pieces of you that make you you and make you who you want to show up as in the world and who you are living for. And when I say living for, I mainly mean for yourself and for your past self and future self. When you think back to being five years old, do you think your five-year-old self would have ever imagined the story you could tell her of everything that's about to happen to her? I know mine couldn't. Mine would be like, what are you talking about? Like all of that happened, like that's amazing. So as bad as you think something is, or maybe it's not living up to what you wanted it to be quite yet, just know like that is an accomplishment. That's just the first step of many. And you may realize, okay, like I manifested this, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted. But by going through and taking all those actions, you realized, you cleared out your mindset and started to reprogram and realized with clarity what you actually wanted. And at that point, you can adjust. You can shift the mindset again and rework to get to the power that you want to be at. And I see this a lot with women in the coaching industry. I have a few friends and some of them said they became very successful, but none of their clients were for them. Like 
They attracted a big audience, but it wasn't the community they were desiring. And I think that's so important is being in tune and aligned with your own business and what you are building. I don't want a bunch of random strangers like supporting this. I want this loving community that uplifts each other and filled with growth focused women who are ready to put themselves first and build these connections that will support our life and support us to just make an even richer life for ourselves. So all of that kind of comes back to my own healing and how taking the time to practice self-care and to visualize and make mindset shifts, it really helped me start to prioritize my healing and it was no longer on the back burner of my life and another thing I've started to implement once I had those I was like I need to get into gratitude and let me tell you gratitude was the hardest thing for me I bought the journals I bought the five minute journal the gratitude journal a bunch of empty journals (laughs) I bought so many journals And I would try to do gratitude. I would get annoyed I couldn't find five minutes of my day to fill out the five-minute journal. I would get annoyed I kept saying the same three things I was grateful for. I would get annoyed that I was only grateful for external things. And that was when I realized that my gratitude practice is for me. It isn't for the external world. Yes, I can share it if I want, but I do not have to write it as if the world is reading it. I can write it for me. And just because I don't say I'm grateful for something doesn't mean I'm not grateful for something. I always felt obligated to write, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for the roof over my head. Yes, I am grateful for all of that. And I'm not saying I'm not, but I do not have to write that every single day. Like that is already programmed in my mind. And I started to turn my gratitude practice into being grateful for pieces of my life that I didn't even know existed. So for instance, one was I'm grateful that I make dinner for myself. I'm grateful that I am surrounded by plants. I'm grateful that I have time to read. I'm grateful that I took the time to dive into my shadow of perfectionism. Like just going into all of that and it doesn't even have to be with a because. Just the simple statement is a great way to get started. And then I also really fell in love with getting into positive affirmations. At first, I didn't understand them at the beginning of my journey. And that might be where you are right now. And you're like, Jen, I get them. I read them all the time. I save my favorite ones from Instagram. I have a deck of cards and all it's like 52 affirmations, one for each week and all of this. And yes, those are great. But I have learned the importance of making your own affirmation and how much more meaningful that is. Yes, there are a million affirmations out there, but if the affirmation isn't targeted at what you are trying to reprogram or the thought pattern you're trying to erase and rewire, it's not that useful. I don't want to say it's not that useful, but it's not the one that is going to support your transformation. 
So the way I do this is I try to take time each morning, sometimes at night if I can't get to it, and I will just brain dump. I will spend five minutes just writing every thought in my mind, whether it is I liked what I had for lunch, or so-and-so said this, or I can't believe this is happening right now, or can you believe like we just accomplished this, all of that. I just write it all out, almost like word vomit, just get it all on the paper, and then I reread it and I take a highlighter and pick one thought, one sentence that I wrote and I'll highlight it. And then below, I put it into a thought model. Basically, I take the thought model and I write my circumstance. Like, where was I when that was happening? What was the fact that was happening? So for instance, let's say my thought was, I have a lot of content to create and I can't make it. <laughs> like, I was just like overwhelmed by the amount of content I wanna make. I have all these ideas and I couldn't get them all out. So for instance, my circumstance is I am an online coach. That's a fact, I'm an online coach. Can't really argue that. <laughs> and so my thought is I don't have enough time. And that thought when I think it makes me feel overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I just kind of go in this no action state of mind and I just end up scrolling and consuming content rather than making content. So I noticed that about myself. And for the next week, I started to really take note of the actions I did when I was overwhelmed. And every single time I would scroll on my phone, I would walk downstairs and make excuses to walk around and go nowhere like I did nothing productive and the result was the content still was not made <laughs> so I decided it needed to shift and so I took that model and put it in another one and I changed it so the result is I create content so I put I have the time as my new thought and when I say that I felt empowered. I felt like I really could feel how I had the time and that I was just abusing the time I had. So I started to really feel like I could achieve it. Like I did have the time. I do have the time. So when I would say that to myself, I made a schedule of when I needed to get things done, when I need to record the podcast, when I need to write a blog post, when I need to write out emails and schedule them. And all of that, by doing that, it helps me move forward in my business and create this amazing online community of women. So by just changing my thought of I don't have enough time to I do have enough time, by constantly telling myself anytime I heard myself say, oh, I just don't have enough time, I would say I do have enough time. And so I would say that and then I would allow myself to take appropriate breaks. So instead of scrolling, I would be like, I do have enough time. I'm going for a walk right now. And I would go outside, whether it was 10 minutes, 40 minutes, I would go for the walk because I do have enough time to schedule that into this life I am co-creating with the universe. And just being able to see the changes that one switch can make 
is so impactful and knowing that making that switch when you're conscious is a ripple effect for your unconscious mind or your subconscious mind. It starts to say that more and more rather than I don't have enough time. You can kind of think of it like a road. So say there's two roads. One road is I don't have enough time and the other road is I do have enough time. If we're constantly going down the I don't have enough time road, that road is going to stay a road. Whereas the other one's going to become overgrown, like no one's driving on it. The weeds are going to come, take over, all of that. And that road eventually vanishes. And the only road I can only see is I don't have enough time. So I have to re-carve out that other road. And by doing that, I have to willingly make it a point in my day to go down that road. So every morning I look at my I look at myself in the mirror and I say I do have enough time. And just that one thing started to make the pathway appear again down the other road. And the more and more I said it, the less I had said I don't have enough time. Until eventually the road that was ready for me to walk down was I do have enough time and the road that was overgrown was I don't have enough time. And just making that shift helped me create the content that I needed to create and put it forward in an actionable plan, taking aligned action toward my desires. And all of this was possible just because I created my own positive affirmation. And I know I'm not the first one to ever say I have enough time as a positive affirmation, but I could have easily looked online and found an affirmation like, I am an amazing content creator for my business. And at that time, like that, like, yes, I want to believe that. But at that time, that wouldn't have served me. That wasn't the other road I was trying to uncover. Because I need to uncover all the roads that end up building up to this bigger highway. That really helps me go to that new limit that I am setting for myself. And knowing that that's just a limit. And it's another limit. So even though it's a positive limit, it's still a limit. And eventually I'm going to have to work through that limit to go even further. But knowing it's more so just a stepping stone getting me to where I need to go. So all of that is super important when starting to heal your relationship with yourself. And I think it's important to bring all of those into your, I don't want to say daily rituals because it doesn't have to be daily. It just has to be a consistent ritual and something you show up to consistently. So I'm going to fully encourage you to look yourself in the mirror, practice self-care, figuring out what you as a soul, as a human actually want, not what others around you want. And sometimes I think that's when vision boards can get a bit tricky because we start finding all this societal concepts and norms and we start trying to achieve those. And sometimes it's just great to have a vision board that's only in your mind and a vision that only you can create because it hasn't been created before. But starting to really practice self-care. And that can mean 
sitting in a bubble bath when you visualize, but knowing that sitting in a bubble bath is not going to magically fix your life. There's a lot of other things that happen. And then also focusing in on visualization techniques you can do and mindset shifts you can make and how visualizing while you are reprogramming your mind can almost like fast track your success. So I fully recommend whether you are just like sitting and you're going to watch TV, take two minutes before you turn the TV on to just visualize where you want to be. Maybe it's when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I can't get out of bed. Just visualize the type of day you wish you could show up for if you had that energy. And by visualizing what you wish for, that is what the manifestation is. You are gaining clarity for what you want and how you want to show up. And when you start to see it again and again in your mind, you are able to start to take the aligned action steps towards that vision. And as that vision starts to unfold in front of your eyes, be grateful for it. Start to realize the hard work you did put in. You did wake up and get up and ready for the day. You didn't lay in bed for the rest of the day and start to realize what positive affirmations you could create to embody that lifestyle. So you can start showing up as the woman you are striving to become and knowing that it's an ongoing thing. Like it's never going to end. Anytime you think you reach where you want to be, By the time you reach that, you have learned so much more and your mind has opened up even more that you have this even greater vision of who you want to be and where you want to go. So that's a lot that we just kind of went through today. And I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have any questions or you want to share your own experience of your healing journey, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at jenmurphy.co. And I really hope you found this episode helpful and inspiring. And remember that personal growth and transformation takes time and it takes effort, but it is possible with the correct mindset and tools. So to recap, we kind of just talked a bit about my own journey, the power of self-care, visualization, gratitude, positive affirmations, and how to improve your own self-esteem and self-talk. And these are simple yet powerful practices, and you really can start incorporating any of them into your daily routine to help you shift your mindset and overcome limiting beliefs. So I'm encouraging you to take action today and choose just one, whether it is you look at yourself in the mirror, whether you shut your eyes and daydream your dream life, whether it is writing down one thing you are grateful for that happened to you within the past year or where you have come from within the past year. Just do one of those things today and start to incorporate it every other day and eventually into every day and then build it up. And remember that small, consistent action leads to big changes over time. So don't overload yourself because you'll just burn out and not do any of them. 
So thank you so much for being here and investing your own time into your personal growth and well-being. And don't forget to share this episode with anyone who you think could benefit from it. Be sure to screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at jenmurphy.co. And until next time, keep working towards your goals and always remember to be kind to yourself. You've got this. That's a wrap for today's episode of Embracing Your Energy. I hope you found today's topic helpful and inspiring on your journey towards self-discovery and manifestation. Remember, small steps lead to big changes. So keep practicing the techniques and exercises we've discussed. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow the podcast to stay up to date on new episodes and to never miss a chance to expand your growth and potential. And if you feel like this podcast is resonating with you and you would like to support it, please rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find it. Also, I would be so grateful if you would share this podcast with your friends and family. And if you decide to share it on social media, please be sure to tag me at jenmurphy.com. The more headphones and hearts we reach, the more people we can help on their journey towards self-discovery and manifestation. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Embracing Your Energy. Remember, it's time to let go of those limiting beliefs, make those much-needed mindset shifts, and finally manifest abundance and success. Get ready to step into your power and finally start embracing your energy. All right, take care, my friend. 